0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.
1: Listen, we stuff this podcast with ads like Jonathan Sullivan used to stuff his face with hot dogs during the pregame for Saints games. If you don't like the ads, sign up and become a patron today. Patrons get access to this podcast ad free. No ads ever. And they get the booze bundle welcome box Four swag items, amazing, and a Saints player card, and you get access to the Discord channel. Why wouldn't you do it? It's $10. bucks. you are practically making money. So do it today. Go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up to become a patron. That's saintshappyhour.com.
2: This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints happy cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football, everyone has a hard time listening to Dave, and is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful.
1: All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Rate us, review us, wherever you get your podcast. give us five stars or don't give us any stars at all. Hey, it's like old times. It's just me and Dave tonight. Andrew's off fishing. Uh, Kevin is in parts unknown, as usual. Hey, everybody in the live stream, how do you like the new setup that, that Thomas uh, from Poland, he built that Tomas. for us. Tomas, uh, the <laughs> Spanish-Polish friend of ours. He built this for us. It's got video in the background moving. It's got a headline. It's got a nice tight boxes for each one of us. It almost looks professional, Dave.
3: It's fancy, it is. It's very yeah. professional. Look at Na- this. Wow. What were you so, saying? What does he know that you didn't know? That you, everything about the layer, la- everything layers, everything. layers
1: <laughs> layering. What file to use? Transparency. <laughs> just you name it. He knew it. I didn't. Uh, he walked it. He walked me through it. But it's fun because he he uh, he has all these foreign sayings that I don't understand. And he says, he said, Ralph, it's easy as piss, man. Why can't you stack it correctly? <laughs>
3: I'm like, First me. of all, he's from Poland, and I love how you've given him a Hispanic accent.
1: Yes. <laughs> so, uh,
3: But you had a bone so to I, – So pick- I like
1: um, – okay, so wait, wait. So you're paying him to insult you, basically. Basically, this, and do graphic work. Is, the graphic work he does for free. He ins- he, the the I, insults I pay for, the graphics are free. Uh, uh,
3: I love that turn is so, so Dave,
1: you had a bone to pick with me. You watched my video, and you're mad at me because I was stealing your jokes. For the morning show, so tell the people. I got to. First of all, I don't. I don't even know if that's really
3: my joke. I think I stole that <laughs> from somebody too. So I mean, you know. it's, yeah, the it's all fair.
1: Lawnmower joke.
3: Um, <laughs> but uh, you look good. You had on a jacket. I did. I'll, I'll, Albeit it was just over a t-shirt, uh, but <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not, you're going for
1: like the rich billionaire. Like, you're trying yeah, to I'm going for like, like I'm going for like the, uh, the IPO of likes of like plasticsatellite.com. That's worth like 700 million or we work worth worth like 9 billion. Now it's worth like 8 cents. Um, yeah. You but, gotta,
3: um, but yeah, you look good. But you gotta start off like when Les- when Leslie Spoon's doing it. You gotta, you know, you gotta schmooze her a little bit when you first start. You gotta compliment her. You know, tell her she looks nice. You know, that morning or whatever. Yeah, come on. See, I'm not. I'm
1: used to just locked into trying to insult Paulson. I don't know how to give out compliments. Yeah, no, of course, he wasn't there. <laughs> he wasn't there to own me. Uh, speaking of speaking of getting known, the Saints lost two in a row. Uh, Home field, number one seed dreams are dead. Um, but I, I will say I'm not that upset of the lost I wasn't upset yesterday, that upset. And with to sleep on it, Dave, I, the more I think about it, I just look at the saints and I'm just like, they just need to get healthy. They don't have anything wrong with them that health won't fix. But here's the question. How important is that division title in a year where home field doesn't really help you? Right? Road teams have won more than they've ever won. You're not getting a buy. So the the division title is just a T shirt and a hat, literally. Like you're not gonna be able to play in full of dome fun dome full of fans. So how important is the division title besides the fact that we don't want Tom Brady to fucking have it. But, but besides, (laughs) but besides that, like, does it really matter? And should the saints consider just resting people losing four in a row, but getting ready for the playoffs? Like how important is that division title to us?
3: Well, I mean, they got to win the division title first. So, I mean, you can't you can't rest your starters uh, until you actually win the division title. But why can't you?
1: They've already clinched the playoff spot. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, how important is the division title? Well,
3: you know, first of all, Peyton, going you know, as far as this year is concerned, 2020, Peyton said as much. you know, really the buy, the importance of the buy is getting that week of rest, which, of course, I think the Saints would really benefit from. Um, but other than that, like you said, there's really no home field advantage. Now, would I want to play in Green Bay in January? <laughs> no, uh, but that's no. where you're
1: going to be playing. So, like. Right. But if you're, uh,
3: you know, but if you're playing in Tampa Bay uh, or in a dome or something like that, then it's not really that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, so I, I it's definitely a valid question over you know you but I you, you want the easier you know you want the easier path to to, <laughs> well, to that's, to get that's to the, the NFC championship and it's the higher seed you have than the lower seed you want team that, you're going to be playing. You
1: want that. yeah, you want the you you want the two if possible. You want that two seed cuz then you get to play 7 and that's either like Arizona or maybe the Bears. So right. But that, but but I mean but but this year, considering the
3: NFC East, you know, ideally, I think a lot of people want to play whoever the NFC East.
1: I don't know. Uh, man. The thing the is, winner is. I know it sounds crazy, but I, the, the 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 Washington defensive line against the Saints offensive line. If the Saints offensive line isn't healthy, that is a bad matchup for the Saints. Washington, like their offense, is bad. I'm not going to pretend to say otherwise. And they had some more offensive. They're good offensive people got hurt Sunday so they may be even in worse shape and look they they you know they don't have their quarterback Alex Smith is still hurt but their defensive line could get after the Saints and the Saints could probably still win the game even if they didn't play well so that'd be good but I, I, the team that I would love to play if I had my choice would be if the Bears could get in and I know the Bears almost beat <laughs> the Saints in overtime but I think the Saints would just truck the Bears in a playoff game and I want revenge for 2006 I'm you know
3: yeah I'd rather have revenge on the Vikings for <laughs> two thousand seventeen and two
1: thousand nineteen um well you'll you'll get your chance uh Friday you'll get your chance to get Christmas revenge um so drew Brees he looked old. he looked like me getting out of bed uh With my neck problems. Like, it took him, it took him like an (laughs) hour to get warmed up. You know, he felt terrible. He had to get...
0: VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. loose, he had to
1: stretch, he had to, he had to have some stuff crack, you know, get loose. Um, but, by the end, Dave, he, I, I know Kansas City was kind of playing a little bit of pre venish but I felt like Drew, considering that he was thrown to a bunch of hobos and Jared Cook, who has completely regressed and fallen off a cliff, Like considering that, I thought Drew Brees looked pretty damn good at the end of the game, and I feel fine about him. I was,
3: by the end of this game, I have to be honest with you. You know, maybe it was the fact that I won my fantasy football matchup. Oh, uh, here we go. And I'm moving on to the finals. Uh, or maybe it was the fact that little Jordan uh, got his first touchdown, uh, and I was a proud papa. By the way, little Jordan and Michael Thomas combined this season have one touchdown.
1: Oh, and by um, the way, yesterday was officially. International UDFA Sunday. Little, was, yeah. little Jordan uh, caught a touchdown. Carl yeah. Granderson had a sack and had a crap penalty against him that was horse shit. Um, and Malcolm Roach had a good game. That's, I mean, that's the UDFA trifecta. I mean, none of mine, none of my children were involved. It was all you and Andrews, but uh, it, was yeah. UD, it was International <laughs> UDFA Day, Sunday, you know? Uh, yeah, so, you know, that
3: made me feel good. Obviously, they lost, but one, I really wasn't expecting them to win. Two, they kept it closer than I thought it was going to be. And three, like you just said, I thought the the offense and Drew— uh, finally looked pretty decent yeah. and got into a little bit of a rhythm at the end of the game. I mean, really, I, I I feel better about losing this game to the Kansas City Chiefs than I did last week watching them lose to the oh, Eagles. Oh, it's, not, mean, even. The, yeah, and it's I mean, not even. Yeah, and I'm not even. So that's the, so I'm not. I can't be mad about losing by three points to the Kansas City Chiefs. No, Again, and if you who, who were who who played great, I mean, Mahomes. You know, we said it yesterday, at, right, immediately after the game. It's ridiculous. He, he, yeah. I mean, he the the, the throw in the corner of the end zone, uh, that the guy caught.
1: That's that's ridiculous. Uh, in, the,
3: in the back corner. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a it's a great catch, but it's a great throw to, to put it in that spot. And he's um, going he, back. He's, he's going backwards while he's doing that. Like, <laughs> it's, uh, it's yeah. I mean, it's it's <laughs> so it's like really. if if, if, if I kind of feel like if if the chiefs were quarterbacked by any other quarterback in the, the league, Saints would have buried, them. Uh, they, yeah, the saints would have won. So, um, honestly, they're not paying Holmes enough money. I know they're paying they're him not. a ridiculous amount and they're not even paying him enough. But, um, but you know, looking back on the Eagles game, uh, I, I it wasn't, I, we're, we're a talented team. We're still a talented team. I just think that, uh, just think we weren't prepared and we didn't have the right think, game plan
1: for the Eagles. I, I think you're right. I think looking back at it, I just think I think I don't think they under necessarily didn't take Jalen Hurts seriously. I think they did. I just think they underestimated his ability to be like to make up his mind quickly. And once the Eagles got ahead, he did not have to put the ball at risk at all. So it was really just like his game—it was a game plan on training wheels. You know, it was kind of like Taysom when he was starting with the Saints. In those games where Taysom played, except for the Eagles game, the Saints were never behind. They were never really seriously threatened until the the fourth quarter of the Falcons game, the second one. Um, so Taysom was never in a position where it was like Taysom, you better make this throw right now, or not—we're not winning this game. And Jalen Hurts never was in that position. Um, and, but it's just it's just sort of it's perplexing to me that you can have such a mediocre game plan against the Eagles on defense and against Kansas City you have a basically the I wouldn't call it a perfect plan because there's no perfect plan against Kansas City they're just so goddamn good but that's as good as a plan as you can have and they executed it as well as you can and uh it just boggles my mind that from week to week that it was so inconsistent. Um, I mean, but we've we've seen we've seen that movie before. <laughs> we have. Back to the offense, though. Uh, they I need to they need to fire off the breaking news siren about uh, signing Kenny Still's Dave because I look at their just receivers, and the thing is, the Saints receivers they're so bad now. If because it, it's basically Emmanuel Sanders and no one else that's even you know. NFL quality we love little Jordan but let's be real he's not NFL quality so I just worry that every <laughs> oh, uh, excuse me <laughs> sorry dad uh but I just worry that every team is going to be like what Kansas City did we're going to blitz you press man to man dare you to get open and the Saints don't have any receivers that can do it except for Emmanuel Sanders and the thing is with Emmanuel Sanders if you take him away you got nothing so that's my concern with the Saints going well, forward. You know what you could, you know what you could do in that situation? Run the ball. <laughs> you got to convert that's on a, third there's down. A,
3: there's a novel concept, huh? You I've, con- I've seen them convert. I've seen them convert third down on draws or screens yeah. or whatever. Uh, you know, if if you're not doing it through the air by passing the ball you've got nothing to lose by trying to run the damn thing
1: no I feel uh, I feel I feel so. honored scooks has joined the chat and he says hashtag free troutman <laughs> I, hey scooks I'm not gonna I'm not even gonna argue with me I I meant to bring it up with Andrew on the grades podcast today before Andrew went like Ernest Hemingway out fishing or whatever the hell he's doing uh, tonight or tomorrow morning I meant to bring it up with him like Jared Cook not only is he dropping passes like You could see like Drew Brees was like cozying and up to him on the bench, like dude. When they do this, you need to run this route, and you need to be—we need to be on the same page. And Derek Cook was just like not having it. Like, like I think if the Saints wanted to, Dave, if they were like, look, we're playing the rookie. Like, I have no problem with it because Jerick, ever since that Tampa game where he was an absolute mess, he really hasn't bounced back from that in a consistent way. Um, yeah, I I'd
3: like to see more of Troutman. I don't know whether he's, uh, you know, he's the he's the answer. I don't know if he's going to be the next Jimmy Graham or you know great tight end. But
1: how about uh, I, I just sure don't want like to see to... I just don't want to see Cook running bad routes and dropping balls anymore. How about that?
3: Uh, well, I guess that's uh, fair enough.
1: <laughs> I would Nick... love to see Cook
3: making uh, game-winning touchdown catches. We've seen that we've seen that before too. Yeah, we I mean
1: we have but. <sighs> This, deep, this, this offense, Dave, you know, like you said, they struggled running the ball. And I, I used Peyton's excuse of, hey, they, they didn't convert. You can't run the ball if you don't convert on third downs. And you brought up a good point is, you know, they didn't really attempt to run the ball as much. I have to say, if you are serious about winning the division and beating Minnesota, the Bears just ran for 200 yards. Like if there was ever a game where you're like Murray and Kamara are going to get 20 carries each this this Christmas it's the day, Dave, because you know the Bears they they started Mitchell Trubisky who's a who's a, a disaster at quarterback and you Minnesota knew that the Bears <laughs> were just if they could they were just going to hand off every play and they they had no answer for it. So if 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 ever there was a week to run the ball it would be the week where your 40-year-old quarterback and his 11 broken ribs get a chance to heal, and you have no receivers. Like, if there was ever a week that where Saints were gonna run the ball, it's Christmas this Friday, I would think. No? I would hope so. I, I uh, you know, I don't, I don't get it. I would have liked to have seen it a little bit more
3: this past week against the Chiefs, but uh, you know, playing from behind, obviously, that's gonna change your game plan. But um, uh, that's that's why that's why taking an early lead. You know that's that's a big factor in in, in yeah. being able to run the ball, and I mean, if Peyton, whenever Peyton gets behind, that's it; it's the run yeah. game's done. Uh, you know, the only time we ever see the run game succeed is is when he, it either happens right off the bat from from <laughs> from the jump. word go, uh, or Denver or, has no
1: quarterbacks and they yeah, are ten, totally committed to yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, um, he Sean Payton abandons. The running game faster than I abandon new microphones that I order from Amazon. That's and it's frust- it's it's frustrating because I
3: think that uh, I I think that they could do it. I think they could do it well. We're getting into the late season, the playoffs. You know, it's winter is coming, and uh, actually today coming. I believe is the first day of winter. You know, this is the time where yeah. uh, the teams uh, start running the ball more. I know we play in a dome, uh, and I know we may never even play out in the cold weather, but uh still this is i I, just, I would like please let's let's see some more murray let's just yeah. ground and pound with Blatavius. let's oh, go don't make
2: me beg now
1: football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff you might not be at the game this year but you can still be in on the action at bet online BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to BetOnline today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Hey, Latavius Murray, I want to give him props. He almost... Got me a win in the semifinal of the Saints Happy Hour Children's League with a random touchdown against Chiefs. Chiefs because I had to start him out of desperation at running back. So uh, I want to I want to give him credit for that. Um, this past the pass rush, Dave, yesterday, and and me and Andrew talked about it. Uh, but we and you and you did too. Like Trey Hendrickson, not and this is an Underhill stat that I'm going to steal. Not only does he lead the league in sacks, he's played 200 less snaps than all the other dudes that are there with him, like Aaron Donald and T.J. Watt and all those guys that are with him. At, they're not leading because he leads the NFL in sack, but like the guys who are second or third, they played 200 more snaps than him. I'm getting to the point now with him, Dave, where I was, you know, even a couple of weeks ago, I was like, well, he's been really great, but they can't afford to pay him. We just have to wish him well when some team pays him 75000000 million. I'm getting to the point now where I'm like, Mickey, you got to conjure up that Mickey Loomis cat magic, and you got to keep Hendrickson. He's too good. I like him too much. Maybe it's the blonde hair now, but mm-hmm. I'm totally enraptured, and I don't want him to leave.
3: It's definitely the blonde hair. Are you talking about pro bowler Trey Hendrickson? I am. Oh, no. No, no, you're not. You're not talking about Pro Bowl or Trey Hendrickson. You're just talking about Trey Hendrickson. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's been great. He's uh, what I think tied for the lead in sacks, in yeah. 12 and a half sacks uh, with uh, Aaron
1: Donald, which is uh, that's pretty incredible company. Uh, so. And they've needed know. everyone because Cam Jordan is not his normal self he's
3: hurt well when is well that's i mean that's where i was going with this when is cam jordan what's left on his contract he's
1: got a lot left because he he extended Uh, out i want to say a couple more years now the thing about cam jordan is he gave the saints a discount so like he's at like 15 16 million which isn't that much which was a great deal for him uh before this year when he regressed and decided that he would get ejected from games uh and oh by the way if you had a Saints player getting ejected for from the game for throwing a punch and it wasn't C.D. Deuce, you won the lottery. Like, If you'd have told me a Saints defender was getting ejected from the Kansas City game for throwing a punch, I'd have bet everything I fucking owned that C.D. Deuce got ejected, then threw his helmet, and had to be ushered off the – out of the Superdome, uh, off the field. So seeing Cam Jordan get ejected was was kind of surprising, in in a little bit, Dave, just a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. That was. You don't think that was like a bullshit reason it was for getting ejected? Bullshit. The only thing yeah, that was I worse mean, than that was the fact that the referees did not call Kansas City for a single holding penalty on offense, to fight, despite the fact that the Saints defensive line was killing them by only rushing four yet Kansas City managed to not have a holding pen- penalty the whole game. I hate the referees it's a conspiracy uh, I wanna, I'm want i playing the X-Files music. I'm, I'm tired of it Dave. They hate the NFL they hate us uh, they hate the fact that Sean Payton got the pass interference rule put in they hate us for it. They hate <laughs> the fact that we still complain about 2018 and they're out to get us they're out to get yeah. us. I'm I'm I've, bit... I've gone full tinfoil hat Saints fan guy. I don't care. That's where I am. I mean
3: I mean I could I could I could maybe believe that they're out <laughs> to get us, but not because I don't think it has anything to do with Sean Payton getting the the rule passed.
1: I think it's Well, I mean they they, 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 they basically torpedoed that rule by never overturning a pass interference call
3: ever. Okay, and, and and they changed. They took the rule back, and it's water under the bridge
1: now.
0: Hmm. I
3: mean, you're basically saying referees are are more petty than Sean Payton a year pretty, after everything's been done.
2: I'm
1: just, I'm saying that's exactly what. That's exactly what I'm saying. We got some. We got some petty refs. <laughs> we, we we I mean, how many refs and are to from there? They
3: haven't. You know, Vinovich. He he, he he still hasn't gotten what he deserves. Uh, I thinks,
1: mean he he's uh, not from the Saints. I mean uh, He's Payton, never refereeing a Saints game in the New Orleans ever again. Like the I dude mean, I, I, the I, I dude who Payton. refereed the Tom Brady tuck rule has never officiated a Raiders game the rest of his career. Like No, I, I
3: I think it's a it's a wise move. It's a, <laughs> it's, a,
1: security, a
3: wise. it's definitely a wise security move. Um, but I mean like Peyton he 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 didn't go over the top uh, with his with any comments I didn't think as far as how You're we right. got screwed in that game. I mean I, no, I, I don't know, maybe, they maybe didn't, I mean I'm
1: just... they didn't lose because of the refs. I was just annoyed. I'm just I was just annoyed, like that. You know they dominated on defensive line and, and they and they didn't get any hold somebody in the chat room, uh, Mark is like, is it okay if they lose? If they lose, good. Look, it's not okay that they lost. It's just that they played Kansas City. Kansas City, I would argue, they're not only the best team in the NFL, they're the best team in the NFL by a good margin that we haven't seen in a in a while. Like it's Kansas City a giant space, and then everyone fucking else. Like, this isn't a year where you have, like, five or six or seven teams that are all similar. Like, if Kansas City doesn't win the Super Bowl, it's a giant upset, in my opinion. So that's why I'm not as upset. And look, if they lose to Minnesota, I'll be upset. It'll be not quite as bad as the loss to Philadelphia, but three in a row is bad. So that's the thing, Mark. That's why we're not, like... We're, not, we're just not freaking out over this loss. And the thing is, too, Dave, I have to say, you know.
3: I mean, what, the 2007 Patriots is probably be the, the, last, the last time you had a team like this, right?
1: Maybe, yeah. That's, I mean, that's, you know, 2000, or the, 2000, the 2009 Colts, people felt like they were leaps and bounds above everyone. You know. Ah,
3: uh, well. Well, uh, and they
1: weren't. You know, but neither were Patriots the
3: Patriots of, of two thousand seven. We proved that is a lie.
1: <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought there, but as Cincinnati is just, that's only one of my seven. But the thing is with with this Saints team, I know what I wanted to talk about, Dave. You know, at the beginning of the year. You know the media. Everybody said, "Oh, this secondary—they're—they're they're amazing. They're gonna—it's gonna be the best secondary you, that Sean Payton's ever had," and they're making plays left and right against Drew. And the first month, they were a disaster. They were the most penalized team. They couldn't line up. They were busting coverages. Teams were running the bootleg against them, and, and just dudes were wide open. But I have to Don't say, Dave, from where they were in September to where they were yesterday. It's as big a turnaround in season as I can remember one unit of a Saints team making. Like that secondary, they were locking dudes down. Hmm. Can I uh, I'm trying to, yeah,
3: I'm, I'm trying to think of different units of Saints uh Saints past. Uh but, I, Yeah, hey. maybe. Maybe, it, I it, don't
1: know. Can anybody in the chat and YouTube can it, can anybody tell us of of a Saints unit that was horrible to start and finished up real good? I guess you could say the 2017 Saints defense when they started 0 and 2, they finished up pretty pretty strong. Um you know,
3: the offensive line when they benched Charles Brown. <laughs>
1: that's a oh, that's a good one.
3: That's a good <laughs> no, one okay. in
1: 20. That's a good one in 2013. It's the the classic um. I've seen enough. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, wait, what was I gonna say? I, um, I, I, but I, it's. I mean, it. I don't. It's not that surprising. I mean, that's kind of the Saints have. That's the defense has always been like that. It takes them a while to. I, yeah. I mean, it, that happens in the game. It takes them a while to warm up a little bit uh, in, in each individual game, and then it's also over the years. It's they've definitely gotten better um, later in the season as as they've progressed for sure. Oh yeah, so, that's I mean, another. This, the Saints.
1: They start shitty in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Like in their game. Like mm-hmm. besides Tampa.
3: Yes. Yeah, sure.
1: And maybe I guess the Denver game kinda. Like, they have started god like god awful. Like, I remember yeah. like they used to have these great starts. Now they just they they start every week bad. And that's that's not good for playoffs, but uh the, the, no, but you can always, but you can always, yeah, but you can always
3: trust them to, I think, you can out, always yeah. trust them to make the right adjustments. Um, and, you know, so, so, you know, if a game starts off poorly for the, for the Saints defense, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm not necessarily panicking. I mean, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago, 13 years ago, forget it. That was it. I mean, that they, they would dig themselves into a hole. They wouldn't be able to get themselves out, out of, yeah. but uh, at this point, at um, this point, I'm more worried when they when they get themselves in that position. I'm more worried whether the offense is going to be able to uh, keep their end of the bargain and uh, and dig themselves out of the hole. Because but I know the defense will eventually at some point lock it down. Um, and I I think you know we talk about going into the play. We talk about playoffs and seeding and going into the playoffs. Uh, and and Kansas City being you know a way better team than everybody else. I think that if the, I think if the Saints are going to do anything, make any noise in the playoffs, I think it's going to come at on the heels of the defense and them playing well. I think it's going to require the defense to really shut down opponents. I'm talking about keeping them to 14 points or less, Ooh, wow. um, because I think that I think the Saints are going to have. Some problems on offense and scoring points. They're going to be playing better defenses. Uh, I don't know if I can trust the offense to be putting up See, 28, uh, 30 uh, points. And so, but so, and I think the defense is, you know, un- unfortunately, they're not a defense that comes out every single week yeah. and plays great and locks it in. And you know that you can trust them in the when the, when the playoffs come, you can trust them to play locked down. You have no idea what defense you're going to get, but I do know that. If you get them on a good day, they can really shut down offense. And that's how – I think that that's the only way that they're going to really be successful in the playoffs. They're going to have well, to get think, hot on defense at the right time in January.
1: I don't know. I I, I can see the Saints – I can see a scenario where the Saints lose their, their last two and every goddamn team in the NFC is like, we want the Saints. And they like – They'll be like, they, go, they have to go to the Giants or go to the Redskins. And everybody picks them to lose in the upset. They're like, remember when they went to Seattle and lost to a team with a losing record? They're going to do it again. But they'll have Michael Thomas back. And their offensive problems, will. it'll be like a – Michael Thomas will be the miracle cure. And it will be like, wow. They went to Washington and curb stomped the Redskins because Michael Thomas was back and he caught 13 passes for 135 yards and two touchdowns. Like, I I worry about them to a certain extent, but I just know you get Michael Thomas back, you know, you uh, get a little bit of health on offensive line. And oh, by the way, um, you know... Uh, Pete he I know people people bang on him, and he got injured yesterday and he left, but he came back and he did fight he did fight through that ankle injury, which was pretty big because the Saints didn't have Nick Easton. so um, you know, I, i'm not I'm not ready to give to give up on the saints. I still think that I think think there's a lot to play for. and look, if the Rams can lose at home to the Jets, Dave anything's possible in the NFC playoffs. <laughs> and oh, by the way, I know no one cares because this is the Saints podcast, but if you have any Jet friends, give them a virtual hug today. I have a couple of Jet friends. <laughs> they were despondent over, win- over winning that football game yesterday. Yeah. I had one friend. He told me it's, it was the worst Jets experience of his entire life.
3: <laughs> Upsetting a playoff oh. team.
1: Yeah, upsetting a playoff team on the road. He said, "Ralph, it's the worst Jets experience of my life. We were about to have a franchise-changing quarterback. All we had to do was go on the road and lose to a division-leading team, and we couldn't even do it." So, <laughs> typical, typical,
3: typical New York sports fan.
1: Typical Jets. And I can say that because I'm a New York sports
3: fan.
1: <laughs> um. And oh by the oh by the way, everybody, listen. Sign oh, up annually for a Christmas special, you get two months free, uh, and you get the uh booze bundle that my, my will ship you out. So you should take advantage of that before uh that that's gonna end Christmas night after the Saints Vikings. You should take advantage of that. It's an awesome deal. Um If the Saints now. Don't get uh, Traquan Smith back this week, or they don't sign Kenny Stills. Uh, why? They, why is I thought? I thought Kenny Stills was on Houston. What happened? They, they did. Houston? They had a they had a quote unquote amicable parting of the ways where like they cut him. When was they, this? I don't know. Like a month ago. He's just been hanging. He he he's been hanging. He's he's a problem. Like. He is a problem. Well, isn't like, that
3: uh, that's that was my whole thing. It's like yeah. didn't they wasn't he a locker room problem? Isn't that why they got rid of him? They're not there bringing is. him back.
1: That is that is why they got rid of him and that's why I the, know they're I know we're desperate, but But that's the thing, Dave. We them. are desperate. They're like <laughs> the options be limited on December twenty first and Kenny Stills knows the playbook. Like sometimes I'm, you gotta kiss and make up with sh- people you don't like. Surely surely Andy Tanner's
3: not doing anything right now who's more likely to catch a pass go to to Langenstein's and go go find him he's bagging groceries
1: get him out on the field and uh let's go question for the chat room who more likely to catch a pass for the Saints in 2020 Andy Tanner or Kenny Stills (laughs)
3: that is a good question the answer
1: is the answer is C none of the above. <laughs> I'm not. So um uh before we get to the the hotline, I gotta Was mention I, uh,
3: I haven't heard any of it yet.
1: Uh if you listen if you're a patron, you get the unfiltered version of the hotline. We had a Falcons fan stumble Whoa. into the hotline Whoa. this week. We had uh, a troll? But you gotta be a patron to listen to that one. Uh, I cut it I oh, cut it out because he's he even though he was a Falcon fan, he did a really poor job of insulting and it's kind of boring. So become a patron and you can get the unfiltered hotline. But people people were angry. The one thing we haven't even touched on, Dave, is um listen. <laughs> I mean, Anzalone, what are you doing? doing, my guy, you have got to fall on that ball. And I don't want to – all these people, well, he fell on it's, it. it's a hard play to make and you're you diving and he wasn't trying to pick it. Dude, you, you got to fall on that ball dude you just do like you gotta you gotta score touchdown there dave sean payton needs to
3: fucking bring curtis deloach to practice this week uh and run fucking (laughs) drills and so everybody can fucking know how to goddamn on special teams knows how to jump on a fucking football
1: (laughs) you you aren't kidding you
3: aren't kidding um uh, no, I mean, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Yes, if he had, if he was on that football, the Saints very much uh, might have won this football game. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I feel bad. I mean, he he knew it I, immediately. He was, he was hitting himself in the head and banging the ground. He was frustrated with himself. I mean, he he knew he blew it. He knew that he blew his, his chance.
1: Uh, yeah, he was. He was. Uh, he was as sad as the rest of us, but uh, yeah. some... unfortunately, he's the only one that gets paid to get to jump. I know. Down. So I forgot. Uh, I think it was. I think it was Alfredo on Twitter tweeted me. He said you needed to play this soundbite. It was. It was Luigi going. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> and I, I forgot to uh, to cut the sound. But uh, somebody in the chat room says that I need to play the ER music because. The Saints are so beat up. Um, Dave, I didn't I, even know we had ER music. We did. We because we had we had Doctor Thomas Thomas Finkel. Uh, uh, he came on and broke down Drew Brees's eleven broken ribs and punctured lungs. Think,
3: think it was not Finky. Finkel. Yeah, Finky, yeah, Finky. So
1: he came on. So I, I had the ER music for him. Uh, he's been helping me. He's been helping me with my neck. Thanks, Doc. Uh, but. I was trying to think, is this the most injured the Saints have been since tw- – this is the most injured they've been since 2017 when they literally were the most injured team in the NFL. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, it's hard to beat that. It, it is hard to beat that. But I said, it, I said it on the morning show today for Channel 4. You know, if I told you in August and I said, look, uh, Michael Thomas is not going to score a touchdown in 2020. Drew Brees is going to miss a month. Armstead and Emmanuel Sanders are going to get the Rona. Traquan Smith is going to get injured. Um, Davenport is going to miss a month. Uh, If you'd have told me that, Dave, I'd have been like, you have to put me in a coma the rest of 2020. I don't want to live in – I don't want to be in a world where – this horrible year, I have to watch the Saints go six and ten. I cannot stomach that with everything going on in the world. Wake me up in twenty twenty one when that's over. I don't want to see it.
3: I mean, fortunately, all of that didn't happen all at once. Um,
1: <laughs> but um, but uh,
3: honestly, up up until up until this past week, I, I thought it was we were okay. Yeah. Um, you know, this is a deep team. You know, I I think all of this speaks to how how talented and how deep of a roster the Saints have built. Um, you know, thanks to good drafting. Thank you, Jeff Ireland. Uh, I I appreciate you um, joining our franchise and totally changing uh, <laughs> our roster. Supposedly, Carolina
1: um, wants them. They're going to interview. Him. Who? Carolina, because Carolina fired oh, their GM
3: today. Uh the saints should do everything they could possibly do to, um, to keep him. I don't know what that would be because obviously Jeff Ireland can't be, you know, upgraded to the general manager. That's Mickey's job. So I don't know. That's going to be tough, but they need to, they need to at least duplicate whatever Jeff was doing. Uh, if Jeff leaves,
1: um, I don't know, though I don't know though, that, ge- that going to Carolina would be a promotion for him because the coach, the coach for Carolina does everything. So, well, um, but continue,
3: but, uh, no, I was feeling okay about the injuries up until this last game. You know, this last game, you know, I, they they took a lot more than they than they usually take with uh, CD Deuce and Trey Hendrickson, which I don't think was very is going to be serious. Um, Marcus Williams and uh, Marcus Williams. Uh, so, but uh, you know, this is it's week 15, 16. Uh, everybody's banged up. You know, everybody's dealing with this. Uh so it's just it's the nature of this league. This league. Hashtag this league.
1: Yeah. Um, so I guess it's it's nine forty four, so let's get to the uh I'm
3: going in cold to these. I haven't heard these yet.
1: The uh Ho, 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 fellas. Naughty or nice, tis the season to perform. You are in luck because Manscaped Performance Package is the ultimate man's hygiene bundle and makes for the perfect gift. Imagine opening an attractive box that says, Your balls will thank you with the most sought-after gadgets and scents a person could find. Included in this new package is the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, which is waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual blade system. Look guys, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. Why not use the best tools for the job here? This bundle includes the Lawnmower 3.0 Trimmer, the best trimmer on the market for your balls, butt, and body. Tis the season to manscape. So get yourself, your dad, your brother, and friends the best gift of all. The Manscaped Performance Package. Let's not forget their famous liquid formulations, the Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, and Crop Reviver, Ball Toner, to maximize your ball hygiene routine. Get the Performance Package now and receive their two free gifts, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. The Performance Package is the best value that Manscaped has to offer and is hot off the shelves get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscape.com. that's 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscape.com. thank you manscape for making our holes look sexy here's the uh the hot the uh, the hotline for uh week uh 15 against the kansas city chiefs It's time for this week's hottest takes from the Saints' happy hour hotline.
0: I just want to conduct a search party for Sean Payton's balls because his ambush and flea flicker and challenge flag raining days are over, and he's now the guy who bent over for Goodell and doesn't trust his future Hall of Fame quarterback to get eight yards with the game on the line.
2: As we've learned with anything in 2020, it's all just a bunch of horseshit. So
0: fuck it. Uh, That's it. That's
2: that's, the voicemail. That's it. That's it. Play me on the show. Uh, don't play me on the show. I don't give a fuck. I hope we get to play those pussies again, because next time we play the Chiefs, we'll have Michael Thomas. Drew Brees won't we'll be throwing to a bunch of scrubs. I mean, if we have our full team, I mean, we blow them out of the dome. It wouldn't be close. So, fuck Kansas City. Just depressed. To beat the Chiefs, should have brought our A game. We didn't. Got any good uh, alcohol recommendations? So I actually went to the game today, and there were like freaking six people in my section, the entire section. But one of them was a Chiefs fan, and this Chiefs fan kept freaking tomahawk chopping. And I'm like, oh my god, that just that's just so absolutely fucking racist. I can't believe it. <laughs> like R words change their name. The Chiefs are still the Chiefs somehow. God knows how that happened. And this lady's up there tomahawk chopping, which just seems wrong on so many levels. But if, you know, I couldn't even really taunt her the way I wanted to taunt her because Leone couldn't fall on a fucking ball. Fall down, hold in your arms, fall down. That's all you have to do. That's all. That's <laughs> it. That's it. That's it. And then I get to taunt. I get to taunt this person. You don't do it. And it's just like, like, what are we even living for? I don't even know. Look, I'm not even mad about this. Fucking Breeze with, like, fucking all his ribs shattered into just fucking dust. is out there throwing a, like, fucking Bobby Boucher from the XFL or whatever. And we're hanging in with the goddamn Chiefs. If fucking Michael Thomas is on IR and gets fucking healthy and this team can actually overcome some of that shit... I mean, we will kick the fuck out of everyone in the playoffs. I'm actually really impressed with this fucking skeleton crew hanging in like this. And I mean, honestly, yeah, that all fucking sucks, but this is cool. Like, I ain't even mad, yo. Who that?
1: I ain't even mad, yo. Um, yeah, so that's the that's the hotline. Uh, the he butchered Anzalone. he butchered it, that name like like I would. He might need to be uh, fill in hosts. I get so that, dude was that dude was wasted that
3: dude was wasted
1: i'm sad i'm i'm sad that uh... your boy didn't call yeah in. he didn't <laughs> yeah. he didn't call yeah, in I, 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 he uh he's this, my he's my point. favorite because he his his call isn't so much about the saints it's just about life in general and what's going on with him at that moment you know, and it goes into weird places, and he, he he didn't he didn't call this week. I didn't even I didn't even clip him out. You know, he he might have been so despondent about losing to the Chiefs that uh that uh yeah. he uh he couldn't he couldn't take it.
3: But uh, speak- I'm noticing I'm noticing that Mr. Juge isn't in the chat. Is that because he's on whatever uh, male bonding? He was there. Ship?
1: I saw Mr. Juge he hopped in. He was he was in the chat early. Uh, oh, okay. He said happy holidays. But oh, ma- yeah,
3: yeah. No, there he is. There he is.
1: But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. So now we got to get to the, uh, the world famous but, uh, always polarizing, uh, <laughs> mailbag <laughs> with, uh, our theme song. <laughs> uh, Polish Tom, Thomas. He's gonna make us custom for backgrounds us. for each one of us. Uh, that's his next project that I've got him on. So, so people in in the, in the YouTube chat, you should nominate like what each custom background for each of us should be. Like for Andrew, for Dave, for Kevin, for me. Who, what yeah, should what the should custom backgrounds be? be? Maybe um,
3: maybe it should be like. Maybe mine should be like shirts uh, hanging like in a store or something like that I liked I liked my suggestion for Kevin which was having a, a random weird creepy woman. woman in the background of his apartment
1: <laughs> here's a question uh, from somebody named Andrew Juge do you miss me new phone who this? get the fuck out of here shouldn't you be <laughs> what a loser shouldn't you be beating a 50 year old woman at tennis or reeling in a blue marlin or some shit uh, this is from Alfredo, Dave. What What college football player do you want Santa to bring the Saints? What are the and what are the best alcoholic drinks to pair Christmas Day with family and Saints Vikings?
3: Mm, okay, wow. This is this is a lot. This is a lot here. Uh, college player? I don't know. I have no idea yet. I haven't. I'm not even thinking about that yet. Uh, nobody from LSU? How about that? <laughs> I want um, that quarterback
1: then, <laughs> from from uh, North Dakota Western State, Lance Ricks or whatever his name is. I want, uh, or or Zach Wilson from BYU, but he's gonna be long gone by the time the Saints pick.
3: Yeah, um, I mean we're gonna be picking thirty seconds. So yes yeah. like really, it doesn't even matter. Um, also, by the way, tomorrow my Green Wave uh, play play uh, in their bowl game. Yeah, uh, the Idaho Bowl. So um, what's the line now, on the Idaho
1: okay. Bowl? Are they? Uh, are they favored? It was
3: five. Now I think it's three. Is that the blue field? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's gonna be fun. It's um, hard to so uh, now wait, 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 wait. Now the more important
1: part of the question that right.
3: was, uh, which, which uh, alcoholic beverage goes good with what? With family and football,
1: family and Christmas and Saints football. Um, I mean, I would, I'd probably sip on a little eggnog. I like you know. Southern comfort eggnog, the vanilla. Yeah. And regular Jack Daniels. It's really good, Alfredo. Just buy the carton. It'll be like it's like five thousand calories. Just mix it in. Have your own bowl and just go to town. It's Christmas. Nobody can, nobody can can deny you anything on Christmas. <laughs> here's a good question from <laughs> here's a good question from King of Shrewsbury. How is Jared Cook so big and useless? <laughs> I don't know. Why,
3: Jared, why is he so polarized? I mean, like, he's... Jared Cook has made some big plays for the Saints.
1: Jared Cook has come up uh, big. His expect The thing is, for him, him though, his expectations... For why? him... Why, is, why are his
3: expectations Because so high? at
1: the end of last year, he was wrecking people. You know? And the expectations for him he's were like, very he's high. He's, like,
3: almost as old as Drew.
1: He, he's... Yeah, well, I mean, he's... No, he's not that old. But, I mean, the thing is... Jared Cook his uh his his basically year and a half with the Raiders and his year with the Saints last year like that was the aberration like the Jared Cook you got this year that he can't catch and doesn't run the wrong routes and he's kind of boneheaded like that's him his whole career except for like this little bit of stretch of time with the Raiders and the right. Saints so like right. big and useless Jared Cook that we're seeing now like that's 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 normal Jared Cook Right. Uh, this is from Enriquez. This it's is not like an act- corn on the
3: cob. Why do they call it corn on the cob? That's how it comes. It's, that should just be <laughs> corn, and it should be
1: called corn off the cob
3: when it uh, comes in the
1: camp. Doesn't uh, make sense. Um, this is not an actual question from Enriquez, but he says, "I'm here to post a reminder to play the sad <laughs> and saloney music." <laughs> um, how did this thing? This is a question from Sammy. How did the Saints defense compare – do compared to other Chiefs opponents in terms of points per possession? I don't know that, Sammy, because that's too much stat nerds for me. But the Saints yeah. were the first team Get all year. Get out of here, to, nerd. Yeah. They were the first team all year to make the Chiefs punt six times, you know. And at one point, Mahomes was under 50% completion. Like, there's – you can't play better defense against the Chiefs than the Saints did. Like, I mean, I know they, they – the they, basically the Saints were like, hey, Chiefs, go ahead and run the ball. We don't even care. In fact, that's what we want you to do. And it almost worked because the Saints didn't give up big plays. They just needed, like – they needed just a couple more, Dave. They just not even. They just needed. They just needed a couple more turnovers, you know. But the thing is, Mahomes he he did all his turnovers last week against the Dolphins. and The Dolphins wasted them. Okay, Dave. I did not know this existed, and I don't know what this is. You'll have to explain this to me. Uh, it, th- Enriquez says, Foca has a team memorable moment snow globe for certain teams, oh, and the Saints Foka. is rebirth. Is this true? Yeah. Can you can you buy a Steve Gleason snow globe of the punt yeah. puck? Yeah. Oh my God! Does it have the Does it have the call from Jim Henderson? Like when you shake it, and does it play the call?
3: <laughs> now that's some higher level thinking. Um, I don't even know if it makes any sound. Um, I think it might just be the the snow what? globe itself. But um, you... yeah, I've seen that because uh, I have an account with them through Campus Connection. So, I mean, like, I get all the marketing emails, and I've definitely seen that before. Because somebody somebody else, maybe on Twitter, asked um, if I could make a shirt that had, that had like a snow globe on it, but it had the Shy Tuttle (laughs) stiff arm.
1: (laughs) Um, if you could have a snow, globe.
3: Yeah, I, think every, I think I think every team, but I, I I think the deal is I think they did one for every NFL team, and each NFL team it has like their one memorable play on it somehow.
1: Yeah, if you could have a Saints snow globe and you wanted to have one memorable play, uh, and it wasn't obviously Rebirth, what would it be?
3: Um... It would be when CD Deuce got slapped and his, his
1: mouth card pulled. <sighs> I was trying to think. I was trying to think of this question today. Uh, I think it would be, it would be the Butception by Lattimore. <laughs> that's that's the one I would want as a, as a snow globe. That, that would
3: make for a great snow globe. Would be him, him lying on the ground and the ball on his on his ass. Yeah. Like. Um, no. Oh,
1: this is a good, this is a good question. Who had the worst first season debut? Spags for the Saints or Peo uh, or, uh, Pellini for LSU? That's that's a close call, Mr. Jones. I I would say Spags was worse because Pellini's defense was bad, but it wasn't like historically bad in a lot of LSU categories. In fact. It actually fell ass backwards into turnovers and had a bunch of pick sixes and defensive scores, and we'll remember it for being bad. But like the 2012 Saints is like worst in the history of the NFL bad. So I gotta go uh, Spagnola. Here's a question from Chris. Yeah, wait.
3: Day. No, I. <laughs> go ahead. I totally, I totally agree with you, Ralph. But I think calling it their first seasons, um, I don't their think that's only grammatically- season. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's grammatically <laughs> correct. They didn't call World War One World War One until they had the Second World War. <laughs> it was originally called the Great War. So I don't think I don't think calling it their first season is uh, correct. Yeah, <laughs> that but implies other seasons.
1: I think he might have asked. I mean, think he might have asked this question uh, before Pellini got the uh, the old ho from LSU, though. Um, this is a question. What is more critical need down the stretch in the playoffs, Dante Harris or Callaway healthy? You can't have both. Deont- you got to pick Deont- one. Deont- Deontay Harris, yes.
3: Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, by the way, this. By the way, you're you're screwing this up. Reminds me, last night I texted y'all. I was watching, uh, whatever the Saints, the CST, the local Saints show with Deuce McAllister and uh, Scott Shanley, and uh, hosted by Victor Howell. And Victor Howell is like. Uh, he kept calling. He called little Jordan uh, little John. He was like, "Oh, I think fans are gonna be surprised when they see this guy, little John, scored a touchdown." And, he, and Juice was like, "It's little Jordan, <laughs> little Jordan, little." Uh so anyway, it was. But the thing me? is,
1: the little Jordan, him scoring a touchdown, like all it, it 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 gave it it birthed a thousand Jordan memes on the Twitters. It was just fantastic. Oh, by the way, Uh Oh, yeah, so another you tweeted me. And... That
3: tweet had like fifty likes.
1: Yeah. people were like all excited for me. It was. It it it, it felt like you <laughs> scored the touchdown. It really did. That's right. That's right. I didn't realize it was him. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was the other. I thought it was Dwayne Johnson. Well, I gotta. I gotta admit something. It's, so, <laughs> when the when he caught the pass
3: and it came up on the screen and it said um, L. Humphrey. And I'm like, El Humphrey, I like, who the fuck is hell You're like, oh, it's my boy.
1: Because
3: I mean, it's always Little Jordan. I mean, you know, and I'm like, El Humphrey. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And I'm like, wait a minute, that's a Lil Jordan. And I, I freaked out. But it took me like 20 seconds to put it together. Because, I mean, I just, I didn't even think that was within the realm of possibility. I mean, I knew he was suited up, but I knew he was playing. But, God, I never thought he would catch a touchdown pass. So, so anyway, that was... That was that was the
1: highlight of my. So we didn't get to it because, because I don't really care about the Pro Bowl, but here it is. Andres Pete made the Pro Bowl. Teron Armstead made the Pro Bowl. Lattimore, Kamara, Cam Jordan. Who's the biggest snub? It's got to be Demario. Like Demario Davis is gonna make it into Canton and never make the Pro Bowl. Like that man. What does he have to do to make a Pro Bowl? Like he's awesome. Yeah the Saints win their defense is ranked number 1 dave what does he have to do
3: I, I don't know look andrews not here but if he was here i know what he would say <laughs> and i'll and i'll say it for him I, you know the whole pro bowl thing this is what voted by fans i mean it's this is like a this third whole thing,
1: fan third coaches third players uh, it's
3: it's it's got it's a load of horse shit um, it's total <laughs> crap uh, that's uh, that, that some of these players make it in and other players don't make it in, never make it in. Marcus Colson never got voted in. That's unheard of. That's ridiculous. Um, Demario Davis, I, uh, again, this is now the second Saints player where it's just, like, absurd that these people aren't getting in. But I have to admit, I, I think Trey Hendrickson, not him not getting in is, you know, is, is more of a surprise and more of a snub, you know, Demario, Demario does things, does a lot of things that don't necessarily show up on the stat sheet, and that make him valuable. And he's a locker room guy, a locker room presence, a leader, and that's what also adds to his value. Um, so it's almost understandable that he gets snubbed or that that's <laughs> overlooked. But when you have Trey Hendrickson who again like we said earlier has 12 and a half sacks and is tied with the Aaron Donald who people would choose w- would potentially vote as you know
1: MVP Def- defensive MVP and sometimes regular MVP for a hot minute
3: yes for sure
1: um uh, for, and so sacks is the sacks is the go- sacks is the gold standard of how everyone measures defense
3: right well i mean but it's it's just it's it's a it's a number. It's a it's a fact that you can hold in your hand that is solid. Um, that you can say, yes, look, here's the number right here. He's right up here at the top of the list. You know, with Demario, you can't necessarily do that. But with Trey Hendrickson, you could say he's got twelve and a half sacks. He's tied with Aaron Fucking Donald yeah. for the most sacks. How is he not in the Pro Bowl? It's a lot easier to say that, and and that's what's surprising to me.
1: I mean, the thing is, <laughs> t- sacks is basically the uh, to me it's the equivalent of a defensive player scoring a touchdown ba- basically right it's like it's like you measure you measure defensive ends and 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 outside linebackers not that that's not that that's really right i mean not that there's not so much no there's more other stuff but that's how casual people from, and media correct, judge it the and, media. and
3: correct, for him
1: absolutely. to lead the league for him yeah. to lead the league Lead the league in sacks and not get voted in. And I understand that, like, the Pro Bowl, yeah. sometimes it takes you a year, but not anymore. And you know who's the worst defender of the Pro Bowl vote? It isn't the fans and it isn't the coach. It's the fucking players. Like, the players don't know dick because they don't watch the other games and they don't know. And I know obviously football players are better than us at playing football, but I would put a normal fan's knowledge of – Teams against any player because they just don't know, but it's it's infuriating because uh, the Saints have the goddamn leader in NFL sacks and he didn't make the Pro Bowl. Well, you
3: know what's crazy? This this is a good story actually, and this is a true story. Then whatever game that was with Trey when Hendrickson had like three sacks and it was yeah. uh, a Sunday night. Was it a Sunday night game? Yeah. What, yeah. Uh, and I texted my, all my close buddies from New York, you know, we're all, we're still since eighth grade, we're all best <laughs> friends. Uh, and, and they're all, and they're sports fans, yeah. they're football fans, for sure. And I texted them, I'm like, well, I guess you guys know who Trey Hendrickson is now. And they're like, who? Who? And then,
0: <laughs> and,
3: uh, and I, I am fairly no. positive, and I'm fairly positive that if I texted them right now, even four weeks later or whatever, uh, they would. I would if I said, "Hey, you guys know who Trey Hendrickson is?" They would have no idea. They would they would have have absolutely no idea. He's the how is this possible? Why he's is the this?
1: sexy dude with the bleach blonde hair. What
3: I, is. is it? Just because nobody's talking? Is it just the media is not talking
1: about him? I, yeah. I don't
3: know. I don't understand this. The national media
1: doesn't talk about the, this. The, the national media they can only can, they can only hold two NFC South storylines in their head at the same time. So you got. Drew Brees' broken ribs and Man, turmoil and in Tampa. <laughs> and that's the two stories. And they can't, they can't hold the third story in their head, and that would be Trey Hendrickson leading the league in sacks. The only national person that loves Trey Hendrickson unconditionally as much as Saints fans is Mina Kynes. Because she said in the summer <laughs> he's going to be good and get like eight sacks. So she is like queen of the Trey Hendrickson uh, fan bandwagon. But that's the that's she's literally the only national person that I can think of that has said nice things about Trey Hendrickson consistently and would actually know who he is. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to BetOnline today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. This is a good question from Balky Dave. Are our Current wide rece- are our current healthy wide receivers hobos, bums, vagabonds, or vagrants? Well, let's break it I down. I think they're grifters. Grifters is that? One? Drifter, like well, like a hobo, like they go and travel on trains. I would say Correct. a, a hobo. I would a hobo's say- got
3: the stick and the a stick and the and the clothes hanging in the in the laundry uh, uh, it gotta- at the top
1: i got to look up the definition of vagabond because because I feel like a vagabond... Um, what about a gutter punk? Yeah, a person who wanders from place to place without a home or a job. See, they have jobs. They're Saints wide receivers. So you can't be a vagabond. Um, okay,
3: scratch that one off the Saturday, list. This is good.
1: This is vague, good. Uh, what about, let's see, vagrant. Hmm. Vagrant, an unexpected or inexplicable change. No, that... That's that's uh, vagary. <laughs> mm-hmm. Va- Let's see. Um, I would say. I would say if I. Uh, I would say if I had to look at it, I would say they're not they're not bums because because look, no. uh, little Jordan caught a touchdown, so they're they're like they're somewhere between.
3: Andy Tanner would be a bum because he used to have a job and now he doesn't. I feel like I feel like a bum is somebody who lost his job.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, did he, did 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 uh, did Andy Tanner? He never really had a job though. Uh, a vagrant is a person without a settled home or regular work who wanders from place to place and lives by begging. That's
3: Andy Tanner.
1: that's, see, that's Andy. Tanner. See, I would say that because I would say like <laughs> that's Andy Tanner. Yeah, like Andy T- Tanner was definitely a vagrant. Um <laughs> Juwan Johnson might be um Tommy Lee Tommy Lee Lewis. Somebody called Tommy Lee Lewis on Saints Twitter. They called him He's the de- They take they called him the Death Midget, which <laughs> I thought was incredibly mean, but also the perfect nickname for that guy. I so, think it's I think it's Death Little person. I think Death I think Little. I would say little. the Saints are um they're hobos. I would say that's where, when we, when we break it down scientifically, I would say they're hobos. Um, I, I love, I love that.
3: Like of all the questions we get, this is the one we take, put most, in the most effort. give, for give, ever give the most effort of this podcast. You know, You're like. Doing research. The, the guy system. asked me,
1: like, points per possession for Kansas City, and I was like, get <laughs> out of here, nerd. But, like, Balky asked me, too, is it is a is Saints wide receivers? Are they hobos, bums, vagabonds, or vagrants? I'm going to Google, and I'm Googling definitions, and we just spent 15 minutes on it. That's what makes this podcast special.
3: let uh, should let you know that, yeah, if... <laughs> <laughs> if, if anybody... <laughs> You need to isolate. This needs to be the audio that you isolate, and like if anybody has ever never listened to our podcast, that should be what they listen to first, just so yeah. they know what they're getting into yeah, right off I the bat. I think that
1: clip. I have to get Thomas to clip this one, uh, time coded uh, a minute eight, an hour eight. We we we, we broke down this. <laughs> write that wo- down,
3: boss. <laughs> like, he's not listening so, right now. He should be listening and taking notes. Actually.
1: Yeah, yeah he's asleep, man. In in Poland, it's it's Poland, it's. Four thirty in the morning. Uh, so I'm brand that our intern lives in is in Poland. Poland. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> it's just it, it just is it's magical. I thought it was spam when he sent me his resume. I really did. I was like, what is this? Somebody like a bot like a bot crawled the Twitters and was like, they're looking for work, and I'm gonna get. All, I'm gonna get Ralph all ba- Ralph's bank account numbers and personal information. He's thinking he's hiring, but he's not. Um, so Dave, you would and you you would think that
3: like like we do all this stuff on purpose, like because we're like comedic masterminds. No. But
1: we just comes
0: it just happens. It just, just happens. Our,
3: our
1: we have a talent for accidental comedy? It's a gift. <laughs> it's a This this whole operation is just accidental saints jokes and comedy it just never it never ends it never ends uh, um all right so the saints are hosting the minnesota vikings christmas day three thirty. dave i saw this line and i gasped and i'm a gambling degenerate so yeah. so you, so you know if it? i gasped i was like it's done me Saints are a 7 point favorite over the four, over the 6 and 8 Minnesota Vikings.
3: Oh wow, no, I would take the Vikings with that. Um, so wait, let me, let me, I'm not a degenerate gambler like you. So like, what's the deal? Like, when do you, are, are you like sitting at some website, refreshing the page, waiting for the lines to come out? Or do you have well, like some sort of tradition where you do it at a certain time?
1: Uh, well, I mean, basically like I'll, I'll look at the lines. I haven't, ga- I haven't gambled on college football at me all. Take inside the mind of an addict. Yeah. I, I gave up college football this year cause it's just too insane with, whole team's getting COVID and you never know what's going on. So I haven't gambled too much in college, but basically what I'll do is I'll get the lines on like uh, today or last night. I'll look at them and I'll look at games and I'll look at the lines, especially the double digit uh, underdogs, because I bet every under every, uh, every double digit underdog, I bet them every team every week, so I'll look at the double-digit lines, and I'll look and I'll see, like, uh, do I want to wait, like on the Jets, right? Because that line might go up, so I know that I have to bet the Jets because that's my every. I bet on every double-digit dog, so I might wait till the last possible time to bet the Jets because I think the line will go up. But on the other side, if, if I look at a game, I'll be like, eh, it might go down. I'll bet it like the Saints game, I'm completely staying away from it. It started at seven and a half. it's gone down to seven. Um, so that just shows me that every everybody's betting on Minnesota, which makes me kind of want to go the other way because the public is stupid when it comes to gambling, Dave. so it kind of makes me want to go the other way. but who do you have for Saints Minnesota uh Friday? And will you be watching with your family or will all your Christmas festivities be over by then? Um no, I think my life...
3: No, I think yeah, we'll all be there. It's it's we're just having my in-laws over, that's it tomorrow. Yeah. I'm not tomorrow, on Christmas Day. Uh it's a small small event. Um uh, I'm sure they'll be there, yeah. I'm sure we'll watch it together. I uh, I don't know if this is true or not. I f- I feel like this is a thing. H- have the Saints like ever lost three games? Well, yeah, no, they've lost three games in a row under. Peyton. What Am I saying?
1: They lost. I mean, they've st- they started they, they started zero five. In- yeah, yeah.
3: I don't know. I don't know why I was thinking. Yeah. That. I don't know why I was thinking that. Um, I but I I I. I, I you know Minnesota is a decent team. They're kind of weird. You know, I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. they come out and they play really well. Kirk Cousins plays well. Um, and then other times you're like, oh my god, these guys are a dumpster fire. But I mean, obviously they have a lot of weapons. They've got Thielen. They've got Cook. They um,
1: got Justin Jefferson, former LSU. Yeah, player, be God, now, the I know year. Now.
3: He's 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 a potential. He's on the list, the short list, I would say for offensive uh, rookie of the year for sure. He'll
1: definitely. I think he's got it. Yeah. I
3: mean. Um, But. uh, But. I feel bad that the players have to play a game on Christmas Day. Yeah, it does. Um,
1: entertain us, uh, players.
3: Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't see the Saints. You know, this is again. This is a talented team. When push, push comes to shove. When it's all, all said and done, this is actually a talented team. Uh, I think their record shows that that uh and i think that uh i don't see them losing three games in a row and i see them being able to beat the vikings i don't think necessarily it'll be an easy affair but um i'm gonna say i'm gonna say saints uh, 27 and uh i'll say vikings 20 Ooh. and uh i have to continue to go with um Oh, I never, we never answered the question about Marquez. Who, 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 who we, who would oh, yeah. we pick to come? Back, Deontay or Marquez? I thought you um, said Harris. And that's, and that's, man, that's, that's honestly a tough question. Uh, I think Deontay is the better kick returner. Um, but Marquez, Marquez, they need a receiver uh, he's, he's better as a receiver. Uh, and I mean, I guess at this point, they could really use help. At the receiver position, <laughs> uh, as just as much in the return game, so I guess I would say Marquez. Um, but so I'm going to say whoever's uh, returning kicks, they're going to they're going to run one back. <laughs> it's not end. likely to happen if it's not Marquez or uh, Deontay. But I'll, know, I'll do a second. Uh, I'll do a second one. Um, I'm going to say uh, Lattimore gets a uh, pick six.
1: They won't to bring him to camp. He looks like a star of the day for the Saints. Dave, you need to for the playoffs don't predict the punt return and then it will happen and right. we can and like. we can just we can we, we can blame you you, you can the be river. sad but then you can also take credit for it. That's mm-hmm. what you need to do. That's um, right. I, the thing is I know a lot of Saints fans on Twitter are like Uh, Mike Zimmer, he has the Saints' number. He knows how to stop their offense. The Saints' offense is beat up. This is a this is potentially a disaster. But here's the thing: I think most Saints fans don't realize about the Vikings. The reason they kicked the Saints' ass on offensive line in that playoff game was because they had Emerson Griffin. They had Denell Hunter. Denell Hunter, he's on IR. He's out for the year. Griffin, he plays for the Cowboys. So, like, that magic formula that the the Vikings had where they put those two dudes uh, between the center and guard and manhandled the Saints' interior, they can't do that. They can't stop the run for shit. The Bears ran for 200 yards against them. Um, They'll throw the ball some on the Saints, but I think the Saints will get after them. Uh, The thing is, to me,
0: Dave...
2: Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash match. Just go to indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast, indeed.com slash match terms and conditions apply need to hire. You need indeed.
1: I know the saints lost three games in 2009, but it really wasn't, they didn't really lose three games in a row. They lost two and then had a forfeit against Carolina the last week. The Saints, when they've had winning seasons under Sean Payton, I don't remember them ever having a three-game losing streak in any of his years where they had a winning season. Now, they've had losing streaks other times or bad starts, you know, started 0-4, 1-5, and 4, 1 and, 5 and all that. But when they've been good, like, they don't lose three in a row. And I just think, like, the yeah, Saints... Yeah,
3: that's, that's where I was
1: going with that. Yeah. Yeah, I just think they're gonna they're gonna win. Uh and I think they're gonna win comfortably because here's the thing, another thing that's sneaky bad about Minnesota, their kicker is a dumpster fire. Like he missed did he miss five kicks against the Bucks? So like huh. they have serious kicking issues in a close game. And I could see this game being like the Saints score and it's seven and Minnesota drives down and Saints hold them. They go to kick a field goal, they miss it. Saints get the ball back, score again and it's 14-0 and it, Saints are on their way. Uh, I'm going to pick the Saints. I'm going to pick the Saints 27 to 17. It won't be that close cuz Kirk Cousins is going to have a garbage time touchdown. I think the Saints are going to have another great defensive performance. They're going to win and then they're going to get to rest everybody. Week 17 against Carolina, uh, get ready for the playoffs. Whoever that'll be, um, you know that. But that would be a, that would be a question, Dave. I guess if they win Friday and they clinch the division, will Sean Payton give a shit about being the third seed versus the second seed, or will he priori- pri- will he prioritize rest over seeding? Because it's one thing to say we got to win a division so we can get a home game. But will he give a? Will he care about seeding? Uh, knowing that he's not going to get a buy, that's a that's a really interesting question. I think.
3: That is, and I don't I don't know if I know the answer to that. To be quite honest with you. Um...
1: Because the thing is, because the thing is, if if Seattle is the two seed, then you got to go to Seattle if you win the first game, and you got to play in the. Freaking rain and maybe the cold—you and don't want that. So, like, maybe you want to play it out and play hard in Week 17 because you want to be the two seed. Because you're like, look, if we're the two seed, we can have two home games before we go to Green Bay. So, it's an interesting—it's—it's it, it's an interesting—it's an interesting thought process that I hope they have to have because I hope they beat Minnesota. But uh, it'll be—it'll be interesting. And I think I, I think I
3: think Peyton's always gonna go for the win. Is always gonna go for getting you know just well. Being the the, best the thing is though, getting, you gotta remember in the best position.
1: Yeah, the thing you gotta remember about Peyton is twenty, and he's he's admitted this. Uh, twenty thirteen has really shaped his feelings about what to do the last week of the year because in twenty thirteen they tried to do it halfway because remember if the Saints would have won and Atlanta would have lost the Saints would have got a bye. And so the Saints were like scoreboard watching and they played the starters but then they pulled them and uh no I'm sorry it was 2010 that that happened. And they tried to do it and and the thing that happened in that game, they lost Malcolm Jenkins and Jimmy Graham in the third quarter against Tampa. So Sean Payton has kind of looked at it as like either you go all out and try to win or you rest everybody like you should you can't kind of go this half degree sort of way because it bit us in the ass and he always talks about that so it'll be really it'll be really interesting to see uh what they do but guys hey have a happy holiday if you travel or whatever you're doing be safe uh try to survive this horrible fucking pandemic year with these holidays um you know, and treat yourself or a family member to the Saints Happy Hour podcast. We had like four people today sign up for annual. They save, they get two months free, and they get their booze bundle. It's amazing. You should do it. So, just saying.
3: And SaintsHappyHourShop.com. Uh,
1: yes, right. Dave has some amazing. Freaking merchandise! Uh, I I send people there all the time who are like, I want another shirt, I want more, sw- I want more items with the the logo and stuff. Can I get it? I'm like, go to saintshappyhourshop.com. And if you're a patron, you get a discount. We don't tell you the discount on the show. You got to be a patron. But if you're a patron, we send you the little surprise. You get a nice little discount. So for Dave, for Kevin, and Andrew who are MIA, I'm Ralph. Until next time, the bar is closed. Merry Christmas, everybody.